welcome to the Sailing Doodles podcast. I'm Bobby. And I'm Laura. And we are the Sailing Doodles. Uh, Maverick and Goose are the two Labradors, Labradoodles that normally sail with us. Unfortunately, they're not very welcome in the South Pacific where we are, so we had to leave them behind. With Grandma. Yeah, with Grandma. But this is episode number 11 of the Sailing Doodles podcast. If you're just tuning in on YouTube, what we started doing is uh, posting our podcast, we're recording the video, and we're going to put that on YouTube as well for you guys to watch because a lot of people kind of are interested in that. Um, and uh, the podcasts are a little more technical. You know, the episodes we do are just about having fun and showing you what it's like. The podcast, we kind of answer some questions. Yeah, questions. What's it really like yeah. to sail? So this episode is entitled Communications and Internet While Cruising. I think this would have been helpful before we left. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I wish we did have this. Honestly, we, we've learned quite a few things from this. Uh, I think from this our cruising. is golden information yeah, for what we yeah, went through. Yeah. So we, before we get started here, we want to thank our patrons for making this possible. It's you guys that, that really make it. We can't do this without you. Uh, you're the guys that, that help us to keep making videos, and thank you so much. Um, if you're not a patron, you can go to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Sailing Doodles. And you can, get, you can uh, become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Um, and then of course, Gulf Charters Thailand, it's their boat we're on right now. Thank you. Yeah. So, we love it. Uh, if, you're interested in, yeah, if you're interested in uh, chartering this boat or going to sailing school or anything there in Thailand, you can it, go to gulfcharters.com. Gulf, gulfchartersthailand.com. Yeah, this actual boat will be there. Okay, so on to communications and the internet. Um, kind of the first question that came to my mind, uh, obviously our, we're a little bit unique situation and we have to have internet because of what we do for a living. But we have to have internet. Yes, we do. <laughs> so, but the, the question is, is, do you even want communications and internet while you're out cruising? Yeah, because right. some people sail just to get away. Yeah, exactly. They sail to get away from it all. Goodbye, uh, city life. Exactly. Goodbye, people. Yeah. Goodbye, traffic. No goodbye. Right. Oh, you know what? Emails, we didn't do. We didn't, goodbye, everything. We didn't kick this one off. No. Oh, so all right, and uh, so cheers. There you go. Sorry, right. we almost forgot that. That's important. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so it takes away from being in the moment. You know, it's a waste of time when you could be out uh, uh, you know, exploring. It can be a waste of time, yeah. which is what we'll go through. Um, it's a big hassle sometimes trying to find. Uh, and it can be expensive, too. I mean, it's it's it can be costly to get internet and data in some of these places you, you go to. Uh, and then most of the time, it's exceedingly slow. Uh, it, it's so slow, you wish they just said they didn't have internet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty bad. The next question is, do you actually need internet? You know, you can want it and all that, but do you need it? Uh, you know, we need it because we this is our job. I think another. I think a lot of other people need it because it's like a lifeline. Yeah. You know, and other people worry about you when you're sailing, your friends and your family and everything. So mm -hmm. it's nice that they can know where you are yeah friends and family okay. definitely keeping track of you and being able to communicate with them is pretty important so uh you know take that in consideration so answer those two questions for yourself do you want it do you need it and then you can kind of go from there and then the rest of what we're going to be talking about in this will be the various options and uh, of how to get communications and internet while you're cruising and then kind of the different cruising regions and how you how what the options are yeah, in the regions yeah. <laughs> so uh the, the first option when you're out cruising is hot spots uh well 
Yeah, they're, they're slow. You know, I feel like when you're in the United States, a hotspot is your personal cell phone tower in your apartment. Yeah. That's a hotspot. It's VIP. Yeah. A hotspot is completely opposite yeah. somewhere else. It, that's the problem, is that they're, they're, they're congested and they're very slow in most places. Because they get the bare, like a, a place would be like free Wi-Fi, but they get the very slowest bandwidth Minimal. they can get. They can say that. And it can be expensive because a lot of these places, you know, you go to the cafes or restaurant, they make you buy something or you have to buy the hotspot code from them or there's little hotspot like cards you can get and scratch offs and get a code. Yeah, the scratch offs I thought were fun in the beginning and then until we like they it took worthless. hours. Hotspots, in my opinion, are backup. You know, I think that the main thing you would like to do is get cellular data. So use your phone and hotspot your phone. Uh, that's what I do uh, for most of the things. I use my phone. I, I, Bobby. Yeah. Basically, you get a SIM card for the country you're in, and then you just use the cellular data on that. The problem with using cellular data is that you have to uh, have an unlocked phone. Uh, and, and there's, yeah, there's, there's ways to unlock your phone. Yeah. So what we did with ours, it, it, it varies depending on what model phone you have and how new your phone is. You can un have your phone unlocked where it'll work with any carrier worldwide. For fifty to one hundred and fifty dollars, the the company that we use, not affiliated with them at all, uh, we actually paid them to do everything. This is called UnlockRiver.com, and basically we unlocked both our phones. With and that. we paid what? Uh, yours was fifty. Mine was like a hundred dollars because I had an and iPhone seven, you had an iPhone six. If I if you have an iPhone ten, for some reason they charge like one hundred fifty or whatever. And we timed this with our crossing too, so mm -hmm. we paid for it and set it up right before our crossing. So when we got to the other side, they were unlocked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so it worked out well. So what you need to do when you do that, you just go buy a local SIM card wherever, whatever country you're in, and it costs generally five or ten dollars for that SIM card, and then you just add data to that. Um, it, it costs various amounts depending on which country you're in. You're but we'll kind of get, we'll kind of yeah, we'll kind of get to that later. We'll talk about the different regions and what and the costs of doing that later on. You know, with cellular data, it only works in populated areas generally speaking. Although it has a much better range than a Wi-Fi hotspot because Wi-Fi hotspot you have to be right there. Or cellular data, you can be a mile offshore or whatever. Cellular data is just like what you expect back home. You yeah. can drive, you can walk, you can go places. Your phone works the same wherever you go. Yeah. The hotspot thing is you're like stuck. So another option you can do is satellite internet. Uh, it's extremely expensive. Um, oh, we got really excited about that for a second, didn't well, we? Well, we did. We, we were talking to a, a satellite and internet provider, and we're like, like, hey. We'll give you 50% off. We're like, what does that mean? Yeah, it was still expensive. So it was something <laughs> like 10 or 15 gigabytes was going to be normally $5,000 a month. Uh, and you know we were, and he was gonna give us fifty percent off if we like listed on the thing. But it so was twenty five hundred a month. Way, still, we're like, yeah, it's that's ah. that's yeah, that's way way too much. But I mean, there are uh, we'll kind of get into the various options of satellite. You have Iridium Go, which is very affordable. I think I don't remember exactly how much it is, but it's only a couple hundred dollars, and that gets you, I think, unlimited data, but it's extremely slow. It's like less than dial-up speed. I feel like that's okay. No, when, I yeah, mean, I think that's okay when you're out sailing for 17 days no, but I mean, with nothing to do or you can just sit there and be can't. like... No, you can't even send a picture. It would take you three hours to send a picture. You can't even do it. I mean, it, it does can text check WhatsApp. You can't check... You can check WhatsApp. That's about all you can do. <laughs> okay. But and then there's the BJN BGAN systems, which are a little bit faster. I think the maximum speed on those is 456 kilobytes a second, which is still much slower than you have in your home network or on your phone. But it's 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 usable. You can surf the internet on that. So sailing in general is slow. Yeah, everything is slow. <laughs> okay. 
but but so so the the satellite systems work pretty much everywhere uh and the thing is is that they're putting up new satellites all the time i i don't remember exactly what all the networks that are, are going up but they're they're putting up a lot more satellites that are better at using the bandwidth and i think the cost should come down a, a lot in the next five to ten years and you see so you'll see that a lot but as more and more places get better cell phone service and all that, you kind of need them less unless you're doing an open ocean crossing. So another option is the InReach by Garmin, uh, which is about the size of a cell phone. It's a little bit clunkier than that. Uh, it's like maybe an old school, like a like a second generation cell phone. Basically. I love it. Are you kidding me? It's durable. It's waterproof. It's got an SOS button if you're in trouble. There are so many great features but of this. It, it, it for so, not about the size, Bobby. Right. Yeah. It's about what it can do. Okay. So there's a couple different plans you can do with this. Uh, for $25 a month, uh, I think you get 50 text messages plus unlimited tracking. We do the $50 a month plan, which gets us unlimited text messages and unlimited tracking. And so what we do is we actually offer our patrons, so if you want to become a patron, you can do that. You, any, any level patron um, gets access to our tracker, and so they can track us where we are in real time. And then we have our $5 and up patrons actually get the phone number to this thing because you can text it. Which kind of goes back to do you need internet yeah because some people just need internet so their family knows where they are and right. they can and now with the tracking they can see where you are see Absolutely. that you're moving see that you're on track going where you're supposed to an unlimited if you're you not know. too worried about checking emails and facebook and all that you know yeah. the garmin in reach is the way to go i mean then you can occasionally go into a hot spot and do it and check it out but i feel like the garmin's a great foundation for communication absolutely if you're going to take off it's a good place to start just have that as your baseline mm -hmm. So now that we've covered, covered the different options you can do here, we're gonna, we'll cover the regions. So we'll start off with the Bahamas and the Caribbean. Um, they have excellent phone service. Uh, even on the uninhabited islands in the Bahamas, you can generally get phone service. Uh, and the cellular data is much faster than Wi-Fi. Because uh, they're close to places. Yeah. And so, so, but you do, like we talked about earlier, you have to buy a SIM card, five or $10. And the last time I bought data, which is about a year ago in the, in the Bahamas, it was $50 for seven gigabytes of data. And that was three and four G speed. So pretty fast. And that's, that, that's all you need. And just hotspot your phone. There you go. I was really happy with Mexico. Yeah. Mexico. I was very surprised when my contract and carrier, everything worked. Yeah. So yeah, me no Mexico. Roaming. The next reason, region, Mexico, uh, there are hotspots everywhere, but your cell phone data is still better. And the thing about it is most American cell phone carriers now are including Mexico into your base plan. Or maybe you have to pay the international like fee on it, but we weren't roaming in Mexico. I didn't pay a fee. Yeah, I mean, nice. I was living in Alaska before that. Yeah. I don't think there's... Yeah. yeah. So... That I was pleasantly surprised by everything just... So if you're going to the Caribbean or Mexico, cell phone's the way to go. Uh, now, most people, their, their first place when they cross the Pacific, headed to the South Pacific, would be French Polynesia. Uh, we went to the Marquesas. The Marquesas are the first stop in French Polynesia. And, and we were crossing when the Ark was crossing. There were a lot of boats crossing at that time. The Marquesas uh, are extremely slow. Uh, it just... In general, what are you talking about? Painfully slow internet. It, there is no there is no cellular phone data. Uh, there's only hotspots, and they are less than dial-up speed. And so imagine you have like five or six people at whatever cafe sharing an, a dial-up internet connection. Which is why I was really surprised because the, how many boats go through there? Yeah, but they don't care. I mean, it's better. not that they, they, they don't care. 
I mean, they, they, they don't, that's not, the, the Marquesan people, they don't care. They don't need the internet. Now, the rest of French Polynesia, excluding the Tuamotus, the Tuamotus are, are much like the Marquesas, but um, Tahiti and, and the Society Islands are have very good internet. They have like a fiber optic cable to Hawaii and, and very fast. I feel fast. like when we went from the Marquesas to Tahiti, it was life-changing. Yeah. Oh, it was, I mean, we went it to was, 4G, like probably the best internet we've had the entire time was I in was like, Tahiti. the speed of light. Like, yeah. I was like, whoa, I'm not even prepared for this. I mm -hmm. can click something and it happens. Like, whoa. The problem is, is that the internet in those places was extremely expensive for cellular data. So we, we have to upload, we, we, were up, we uploaded like 15 or 20 videos when we got to Tahiti. And each video is about a gigabyte and it's $15 a gigabyte there. There was maybe more than that. It was kind of crazy, but it was it was super fast. So at least they had AC yeah. when we were doing. Yeah, that it was too. nice. <laughs> so um, so as you get a little further west, you get into places like Niue and the Marshall Islands. Their internet is horrible, uh, very slow. The thing um, I liked about Niue though is because you know you kind of hung out with people. Well, that a is another place, and that is a thing. I mean, you, if you're if you're forced to use the hotspots because there is no cellular data, like in Niue or a lot of places in the Marshall Islands. Uh, Kind of meet the community yeah, a little bit. You meet you meet more people. It is a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, and then the further west you get into Tonga and Fiji and Vanuatu and all that, the internet is very good on your cell phone. Um, uh, Hotspots are still slow, but the internet is becomes very cheap. And then it comes down to like a, a dollar a gigabyte. Well, another thing I noticed when we got into that area was like they had Digicel mm -hmm. and Vodafone. Yeah. And those SIM cards sometimes worked in the next country and yeah. sometimes didn't. Well, like so, in Tonga, if you had a SIM card from Tonga, it still worked in Fiji. When you got to Vanuatu, it stopped working. Yeah, but, if you have leftovers, yeah. just hold on to them just yeah. in case. And then when you get to Asia, they have excellent phone service pretty, pretty much everywhere in, in Asia, Thailand, all those places. Uh, we're in, we're in, in Indonesia right now. The internet is good. I wouldn't say great, but good enough. Um, well, so. it depends on how big of a place we're at, right? Because yeah, we've yeah. been we've been to really small villages yeah. and well, even the small internet everywhere. Even the small villages still have three G. Better here. than yeah. French Polynesia. Yeah. So uh, now a lot of people, what they've been doing is they'll get a Wi-Fi like extender and put it up their mast and all that. Like we, we did. We even have one. We never really got it working, so <laughs> whatever. But uh, I wouldn't do that again. What I would do now is get I would I would get a cellular data. You know, a, you know, a lot of places like. In, the, in remote areas in the United States, uh, you know, they're so far from a cell tower, they get these range extenders, and they put them up on a pole, and so they're, they have a little spot around their house where they have internet. And so that's what I would do for the boat. Just you get made up. your own range extender before. My cell phone's oh. been in a dry bag, yeah. up the mast, a few times. That That is true. What the f*** is that? Can't use the Apple. So that's what we did. The one time we were in Mexico and we didn't have, we were pretty far away from a cell tower and the, and the service was bad. And I had to upload a video, so I put your phone in a dry bag, put it on a halyard, and we, we actually turned on the hotspot on it. And I connected my computer to it, and then I put it up the mast, and we got phone service. Yeah. So that's Very another well. option you can always do. So, uh, but I hope that helps, guys, uh, with maybe your decisions on how you want to get internet and how you want to do everything. I wish somebody told us yeah. some of these things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I looked into it before, but everything everything I've seen previously was all based on Wi-Fi range extending and Wi-Fi hotspots. And I think that's the past. The future uh, for cruising is using cellular data and satellite. Once the satellite costs come down, you'll see a lot more of that. But, but How much time do you think we spend on the water? Well, I don't know. 50% of the time of this sale? No, what? a third. 
Okay, a third of the time we're on the water. Yeah. So the reason why I think a garment is a good foundation is because I didn't really know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And for $350, which is like oh, half yeah. or a third of an iPhone price yeah. and $50 a month, I probably would have got my own personal garment <laughs> and been able to text and do whatever I wanted, you know, this entire time. Because, you know, it's been a long trip and like mm -hmm. there's a lot of time that you have zero contact. Yeah. So... Hey, uh, sometimes that's a good thing, having zero contact. It's nice to be able to unplug. Yeah, it is nice, yeah. but then yeah. I don't know. So we hope this helped, guys, and uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sailing Doodles podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. Uh, please uh, give us a comment down below on, on – or in, in whatever medium you're watching or listening to this. Leave us a comment on how extra ideas you think that we didn't touch on this and also, and also uh, what you think about – this uh, new uh, podcast series uh, if, you, if you like this being on YouTube and you think it's something you want to watch in the future please leave a comment on that uh, so um, again thank you so much guys thank you